Welcome to the Everything ECE Podcast. I'm your host, Carla Ward, and joining me today is my dear friend and ECE coach, Adva Hanan. She holds a bachelor's degree in psychology and early childhood education and a master's degree in education with specializations in special education and educational leadership. Adva runs her own small business where she helps teachers regain their confidence in their teaching abilities by providing professional development programs. And today, Adva and I are going to be discussing the sudden rise in the need for ECE coaches and how to find the right coach for yourself. Welcome to the show, Adva. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I am so glad to have you back on. I feel like I'm all there and everywhere because I'm just so excited to dive into a topic that is fairly new to the ECE community. But before we dive in, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. My name is Edva. I am an early childhood educator, teacher coach, and speaker at this point. So I help teachers ignite their love for teaching or reignite, depending on how long you've been in the field, reignite their love for teaching and really like embrace the life that they have outside of that, because that is probably the hardest piece. Oh, hundred percent. And I think it's also the piece that pushes some of us out of the field a lot because we just don't know how to hold on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and what I've seen is the lack of support in the classroom drives that force out and then we're looking for other corporate jobs that we can more flexibility and have more of that work-life balance. Absolutely and I think part of it as well is we all get into early childhood education knowing that we're not going to make a lot of money and we come to terms with that when we enter into the field but when you take into account we're not making a lot of money and then everything else on top of it it makes it really difficult to stay. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really hard. And that's part of why I started this business in the first place. You know, like I was, I was the early childhood educator who didn't have a life outside of teaching and was always working and was on this constant burnout cycle. And I, at one point, at some point I was just like, I'm done with this. I can't do it anymore. But I didn't have the support to be able to do it. I kind of figured it out on my own. And that's kind of what I teach teachers at this point. Amazing. And you and I both work for ourselves. So we've had exposure to things outside the ECE field that I think we are now noticing is coming down the pipeline. So for example, coaching, I feel like, well, certainly when I started out, there was no such thing as an ECE coach. And I feel it's a business that's kind of blown up, let's say, and, you know, really become more popular, but I want to talk to you about one, how an ECE coach can help you level up, but also how do you find the right coach? So lots of questions to cover today, because I think this coach word is becoming a new buzzword a little bit. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure that people are finding the right person to meet their needs and where they are in their ECE journey. So what is an ECE coach? An ECE coach is really someone who supports a teacher, an early childhood teacher inside the classroom. And with that support in the classroom, what I found is that once the classroom feels manageable, the life starts to take over and to really get going, right? So when you don't feel like your classroom is manageable, a lot of times that rolls over into your life and takes up nights and weekends and holidays and whatever else. So really what 
I do as a coach is I help to get the classroom managed for those teachers. So I review any classroom work. We go over classroom management, behavior management, social emotional behavior, social emotional learning, all of those things to help the teacher in the classroom. I've worked with new teachers and I've worked with teachers who have been in the classroom for 15 years and were in this like really hard place of, do I stay in the classroom, but I'm really burnt out or do I leave? And that was something that we had navigated together. We even started building resume together. So there's a big, I think there's a big span of what teacher coaching can look like, whether it is in the classroom and also looking elsewhere, or it's, you know, trying to figure out what life can be like outside of the classroom, outside of, you know, take trying to take back those nights and weekends. So I guess it, it really ranges, but you can have someone in your back pocket, helping you step by step and supporting you in anything that you need during that time. Amazing. Love that. So what are kind of the results and more importantly, the timeline for a coach? Is this a quick fix or is this a long-term investment? So in my coaching uh, container, it's only three months. Okay. Okay. It's 12 weeks altogether. So I'll talk about two of my clients, one who was in the classroom for 15 years before coming to me, and one who was going into her first year of teaching. The one who was in the classroom for 15 years was set up with a new team at school and was having a lot of difficulty with that team. It was communication issues. The classroom wasn't being run well. And she was just the assistant teacher. So she didn't want to step on toes. But as the assistant teacher, she didn't have responsibilities at home, but she kept going home with more work on her plate. So we worked through how to communicate with the team, how to implement things in the classroom without stepping on toes, still being that leader without stepping on the lead teacher's toes. Um, We worked on life outside of school and how, you know, she wasn't responsible for all of that stuff. So if she wanted to get that stuff done in school, then she, we would find time for her to do it. And something that really helped her was helping her to decompress at the end of a day, because every day was really hard. Every day felt frustrating. And we, uh, we did it together. We decompressed after her day and she got the coaching every single evening so that she could decompress she could maybe look at things from a different perspective and so she could go into her evenings feeling better without lashing out at the people she loved so about that one yeah so she <laughs> she like really she stayed in teaching she's still in the classroom and she loves it she's able to decompress at the end of her day she's able to rest she's able to She has a new team again, because that's what happens. And this is a much better team for her. It's a much better fit. Amazing. And I think it's so interesting because something that came to mind while you were speaking was sometimes you need that outside perspective, because I think about back when I was in the classroom and I would make every excuse in the book to my family about why my boss was not the worst person. And my husband would point it out. My best friend would point it out. You know, she's taking advantage. She's asking too much. That's beyond your job description. This, 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 and this, this is not okay. You shouldn't be doing this. 
And yes, but she's got this in her plate. Yes, but it'll be better next week. Yes, but I just need to get to the end of the month. All words that I used repeatedly. And it wasn't until I, well, to be honest, it wasn't until I actually thought I was having a heart attack and it was an anxiety attack that landed me in hospital that I really started to take inventory of what was happening. And I did land up resigning from the position also because my business was growing exponentially. So I needed to make a decision. But when I walked away and reflected back, I cannot believe the behaviors that I allowed to take place. And I can't even say it was this person's fault because I was allowing those behaviors. I was giving permission to text messages at 1130 at night, text messages on my weekend, phone calls, you know, going over to the boss's house on Saturday. So I cannot say that is this person's fault because I allowed those behaviors. And it's, you need that outside perspective sometimes of somebody like a coach saying, this is not okay. This is not normal. And it needs to stop because you're going to burn out. Yep. And, and my client was already at burnout. It was only November when I started working with her and she was already at a point where she was like, I don't know if I can do this again. Like, I can't do this again. I can't, I need to be switched out for next year if I stay. And, and then there's the, the other client who is a new teacher who found me and she actually ended up resigning from her job within a week because her admin was so unbelievably not helpful and not supportive and the teachers she was working with she was working with weren't helpful either she never got a straight answer from anybody in the school she ended up resigning after a week of school and now she was able to find a new school and she's thriving so like I mean I've I've spoken about this on my Instagram where she came to me crying hysterical on one of our calls because she she didn't know what to do. She she didn't get a real curriculum from her school. She met with a mentor teacher who's very old school and she didn't agree with anything that she said. And the that mentor teacher made her feel even worse than she was already feeling. And so my goal with her was to just help her boost her confidence. So the way she was going to do that is feeling ready for that first day of school. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we did. We worked on getting ready for that first day of school. On our call, we had a one-on-one call that day, that morning, on a free messaging app that I use for my clients, which is called Voxer. On Voxer, we were messaging back and forth all day. I gave her, I reviewed some of the work that she was working on so that I could give her feedback. And literally by the end of the day, she said, I finally am feeling confident for my first day. Amazing. And like those, that's just the, that's just like a, the short version of what happens in coaching. Right. So then to the point of like how she had a mentor that didn't align with her values. And I'm a key player in saying, you've got to work with centers that align with your mission, vision, and values, because you're going to be at work more than you're going to be at home during the school year. So what kind of questions should people be asking when they're looking for a coach? Because There are so many options out there now. So how do you find the person that's right for you? So I think it's about what you're looking for. You have to know what you need in that moment to be able to 
make sure that the person is right for you. So my, what I do and I'll, and, and I want to just like preface this, I make sure that I create a plan with that person on our first call to make sure that we hit those goals, those plans in the 12 weeks that we work together. So I have a new client coming in who's super overwhelmed, right? With all of the work, she she's not balancing things well. So what I would do is I would hop on a call with her and ask her questions about her experience, about what she's dealing with, and then formulate some kind of plan and ask her what she thinks of it. And if we need to tweak that plan, then we tweak it. But I also want to make sure as a coach, I want to make sure that it's the right fit. Because there are certain things that I wouldn't be able to help people with. Like there are certain, you know, philosophies that I don't agree with. So I think finding the right coach is about finding a person that is willing to take steps with you to accomplish the goal that you're you're looking to, that you're struggling with, right? So if you're struggling with behavior management, you, you got to find someone who can really help you in a way that you in a way that feels good to you. Mm -hmm. So what is their, what is their teaching philosophy? What age have they taught before? What, what does behavior management with them look like? Right? So for me, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of behavior is communication and digging deeper into why that behavior is happening, right? Rather than just reacting. But I also know that there are other there are other methods to behavior management that I might not align with. So if that's not what you're looking to do, then maybe go somewhere else. Right. And I think it's yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important to know, like, like for myself as a consultant and for you as a coach, like we're not going to be offended by that because we want to put our energy into people that we align with and we know that we can support because we want we got into this because we want people to succeed. Exactly. Right? exactly. And I also, I also want to say that like, if there's a coach who isn't, who you get on a call with and isn't listening to what you need and has their own agenda, that's a huge sign that they're not the right fit for you. So absolutely. just be aware of that as well. Yes. And we've both experienced this because sometimes coaching can be used as what's called a lead magnet and it can be used as a stepping stone to the person's big offer. And although that is part of business, it is something definitely that, you know, if you are going to do coaching, you want to be coached. You want to make sure that you are getting something out of it and not just the next big offer. I mean, the next big offer is always, listen, it's there, it's business. I can't fault people for doing it, but I want to be coached on my way there. Right. And I think also the, the biggest thing is like, if you know what you're looking for in turn, like what you need support in, it's much easier for you to get that support. Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing is there's so many Facebook groups for early childhood educators. I'm sure if you put out a post saying, hey, I'm looking for mentorship in this, does anybody know anybody? Or if you just even looked on Instagram, there are plenty of people who do this, but you just got to know what you're looking for in a coach. Absolutely. And we know as people who have gone to coaching and do it, we know that we have to put in the work. People have to put in the work to get results, but let's say you do all the work. What kind of results can you expect from doing coaching for 12 weeks? Honestly, there is such tremendous growth in 12 weeks. It's unbelievable. Like I 
I've been through my own coaching programs and the growth that happens is crazy. The thing is with coaching is that, yes, you'll grow a lot, but sometimes you're not at the point where you want to be by the end of coaching. And sometimes what that means is that you extend. So that's always in, that's always an offer in, on my end, not to take your money, but to really help you get to your end goal if we don't finish that in the 12 weeks. So first and foremost, you can feel more confident inside of your classroom if you sign on for 12 weeks, because we start working as soon as you sign on, right? Second, you can use a lot of the information as professional development for yourself and figure out what works for you in your classroom. And not only that, you get opportunities to be a part of workshops if you want to be a part of workshops with no added cost to you because you're already in the coaching program, right? You get that individualized support that you won't get from a course, right? right. You'll you'll get individualized support to the point where if something isn't working in your classroom and you need to to kind of maneuver that, you can. And the person can give you the support that you actually need rather than just overall basic. What I always say is like, you can go to PD and feel like nothing you did, nothing they said related to your classroom, right? Because you've tried all of the things that they said because it's basic and overall, but it doesn't help you and your classroom. You can go to three workshops and still feel like you didn't get anything out of it. The difference is, is in coaching, it's individualized. Right. So you're struggling with something. This is what you've tried. Let's try this instead. Let's see what we can pull out of that situation and create a better situation for you in your classroom. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think to your point about like extending, it doesn't mean that, again, it's not, you don't necessarily need the extra three months, but maybe depending on how deep you're in it is you might spend the first 12 weeks or the first three months unlearning some really bad habits that you've developed and some real bad negativity that you have acquired. And so the next three months or the next 12 weeks is that leveling up, right? It's that going to that next level. It's taking like, okay, so I went from negative a hundred. Now I'm back up to zero. So now I'm ready to get to the next 100. I'm ready to play big. I'm ready to go to the next part. So no, I think absolutely. I mean, we know from experience, both of us have had coaches. I did Mel Robbins coaching course and it was absolutely Mm life-changing. So coaching definitely, definitely comes with its benefits. And let's have you plug. Tell us about your coaching program because I know that your doors are opening soon to some things and let me hear it. Yeah, I have a lot of things in the works at this point. So I have a few spots for coaching. It is a 12-week program. You get 12 calls one-on-one. So each week we meet, usually via Zoom. If you're local and you're a New Jersey person, great. We can meet in person. I have done that in the past. So that is a possibility. And not only do you get those 12 calls, you also get a learning portal, which is in the midst of being totally revamped. There are about four out of 12 modules available right now for you where I basically created a curriculum for teachers. So anything that teachers might be struggling with, I put into this learning portal and you can do it at your own time and you get access for a lifetime. So anytime it gets updated, 
you get that update and you get those fun bonuses or whatever else comes in comes into play. Plus, in between those calls, you get messaging access through a free platform called Voxer. So anytime you need support or you have a question or you want to share a win or a frustration, that's kind of where you go. And we can voice note, we can text on that platform, give give you all of the all of the support and uh, individualized whatever um, individualized support. I guess I'm repeating myself. <laughs> you can get all of that support in this program. I'm like losing my thought. And then on top of that, you also get any feedback on work. So if you're planning, a, if you're doing a lesson plan and you want feedback on that, we can do that. If you want to, if you did a lesson and you didn't feel like it went so well and you want to debrief, we can do that. So really, it's really individualized to you and your needs in the classroom. And from that, what ends up happening is when you start feeling more confident in the classroom, your life starts to take a turn and stops being all about work and starts being about what you want to do in that moment. So Amen that's that. coaching. I <laughs> I have a few things in the pipeline at the moment. I will be giving a free masterclass to launch something. And what I will tell you is that it will help teachers to elevate their life and to create the life that they want rather than always working on nights, weekends, and holidays. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Because I'm sure most people are there right now. I certainly was there back in the day. And we just, we have to stop because we can't keep going like this. So that is awesome. So where can people find out about you, your masterclass, coaching, all of that? The best place, Instagram. You can find me at Shaping Little Minds Podcast. And all of that information is there. If you have any questions, my DMs are always, always open. The masterclass, if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, will be on Monday, the 27th and Thursday, the 30th. So you can sign up for either one of those. And it's completely free. So of, of November. Get, yes, of November. So you get a whole hour masterclass about setting boundaries. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. From someone who has let her boundaries get taken advantage of on such extreme levels. I can't even believe my past self let it happen. Yeah. We all we yep. sometimes don't even know we're doing it. So awesome. Adva, thank you so much. All your links will be below as well. And I'll Amazing. talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you.